Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we're going to pray station number five. The fifth station is Simon of Cyrene helps Jesus to carry his cross. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. Friends, in this station today, the church invites us to really focus on the fact that Simon of Cyrene, basically a stranger to Jesus, is asked by the Roman soldiers, or let's be honest, forced by the Roman soldiers, to help Jesus to carry his cross. This is a significant station that speaks about life in general. How many times are we asked to help others to carry their crosses? Now, in some cases, we might be asked to help somebody who we know or love, a family member, a friend, a fellow parishioner, a colleague at work, a friend at school, etc. When it's someone we know, and if we have a relationship with that person, I would suggest that we would likely be willing to do anything we can to help that person. Yet what happens when we're asked to help someone we don't know? Are we as willing to help them? When we study the scriptures, and if you've ever seen a religious film that shows Simon, there's this reluctance to help Jesus. While Simon might have felt sorry for this man carrying this cross, or perhaps not, because usually the Romans crucified people who had committed crimes. Simon didn't want to associate himself with Jesus because you've heard the term guilt by association. Well, if he helps Jesus, is he going to be next? If he helps Jesus, does that suggest that he condones whatever he's been accused of? Will this put his own family at risk? There are many, many fears that Simon has. Also, let's be honest, this is not an easy task. The weight of the cross, significant. Jesus just looking at him and all of his wounds, the smell, the situation itself leads to believe that Simon would likely want to be anywhere far from that place, not right in the middle of the situation in the eye of the storm, so to speak. So there's all kinds of reasons for Simon to run away. And the soldiers force him to get involved. So perhaps he has no other choice. But God expects us to get involved too. When we see someone in need, God doesn't say, you know, Rico, pretty please with a cherry on top, if it's convenient for you or when you get around to it, or if you don't mind, you know, I'd really appreciate you helping so-and-so. God expects us to help so-and-so no matter what's going on. The church teaches what's called the preferential option for the poor friends. So each one of us has an obligation to place the poor first. They should be our top priority. And poor doesn't just mean I don't have a home or I don't have enough food to eat. Poor has to do with whatever struggle somebody is dealing with. 
So when we're watching people carry their crosses, friends, whether we love them, know them, or they're a stranger to us, a true friend of Jesus is somebody who's willing to step in and do their part. Now, I know for many of us, when we see someone or hear of someone suffering, we wish we had a magic wand to get rid of the tumor, to help them find a job, to get rid of the addiction, etc., etc. And for many of us, we might think, yeah, but I'm just one person. What can I actually do? I don't have the power to change their situation. Well, Simon didn't have the power to change Jesus' situation either. But you can see as he continued to carry the cross with Jesus, all of a sudden his demeanor changes. He realizes how special Jesus is and that glance that Jesus gave him those eyes that pierced through his soul, allowed Simon to come to know this is an encounter with God. For Simon, he quickly realized that, you know, Jesus isn't this notorious criminal, that he's not this bad person. And so from a humanitarian perspective, Simon wants to help when he realizes that the soldiers are no longer going to affect him. Simon's heart goes from very hard to very soft as he cares for the needs of Jesus. I might suggest, I know in my own lives, perhaps in yours too, friends, this is also true. Many times I've been asked to help others and perhaps I help them kicking and screaming. I'm reluctant. I don't want to help them. But as soon as I get my hands wet or my my hands dirty in the situation, I start to realize this is my brother or sister. I should want to help them. Why was I reluctant? The teachings of Jesus do to others as you would have do to you. Should I not look for ways in which I can be Simon every day of my life? And then as a priest, is that not my responsibility? As a married person, as a single person, is that not your responsibility, my dear friends? It's easy to say I'm a Christian, but am I living the way that Jesus calls me to? And when I was down and out, don't I pray to God to have Simon of Cyrene sent to help me so that the cross does not overwhelm me in my own life? I remember when I was in the seminary, friends, one of the most profound moments of God was when I was asked to do what's called field placement. And at first, the seminary to which I attended, they wanted me to go into the classroom and work with kids. I love working with children. So I was going to jump at that and think, oh, this is going to be an easy field placement. But God spoke to me in prayer. And I thought to myself, if I'm really going to enter into the seminary experience and challenge myself in preparation for holy orders to see if Indeed, God was calling me to be a priest. I wanted to do something that was much more difficult. And so I struggled with people in prison. And I thought to myself, if I'm really going to be a priest that promotes reconciliation and forgiveness, then I first need to model it in my own life. I approached the seminary authorities and asked them if I could get into prison ministry. When I first asked the question, they laughed because they said that usually they force people to get into prison ministry, and here I was volunteering. 
But I knew that God wanted me to challenge myself. And I thought, I also want to challenge myself because I didn't think I could forgive these men who, many of which committed some very, very difficult and terrible crimes against other people, my brothers and sisters. But at that moment, I didn't see them as my brothers. I certainly saw the victims as my brothers and sisters. And you see how the Holy Spirit needed to soften my hardened heart. I believed what the media said, calling them monsters, and that these men were terrible. Until I actually got into prison ministry in a maximum security prison in Attica, New York. Guards with shotguns, 30-foot walls, FBI clearance, which took eight months to clear. Seven checkpoints just to get into the room to which I was going to assist these men in group therapy. I was definitely in over my head. And yet it was there that God helped me to realize he was asking me to be Simon of Cyrene. And I first looked at these men as monsters, and I was judging them based on their actions until I realized that could be me. Their upbringing, their life situation, there were so many factors that attributed to getting them where they were. And my job was not to judge them. Only God knows their heart. And while prison is a justifiable response and consequence to their actions, that wasn't my responsibility. The judge and jury put them in the prison. My job was to care for a brother, to understand, to listen, and to help them to understand the impact of their behaviors. So friends, even in times in which we think immorality is taking place, or we can justify not helping someone because of decisions or comments they've made. It's not up to us to make that determination, is it? We're called to be Simon in all situations as best we can. Simon couldn't overthrow the Roman Empire and get Jesus off the cross, but he did his part to carry the cross for Jesus a little bit. And again, Jesus didn't need help. He's God, but he didn't pull on his divine power. Rather, just as a human being with all of our weaknesses, Jesus endured the cross for our sake. How many times is God calling us to be Simon, friends? Perhaps we should help more because of our desire and less because of duty. Perhaps we should help because we realize that when we carry somebody else's cross, We are carrying Jesus' cross. Perhaps as we encounter Christ in them and in the moment of helping, we do our part because we want to. Out of love for God and other, let's be Simon. Let's recognize it's a privilege to walk with someone else and be willing to do our part no matter how little or how much we can assist. Let's just do our part But I also want us to reflect on the many times in which we're called to allow others to help us. A proud person and a weak person is reluctant to ask for help. They think they can do it themselves. And for many times, when we act like that, my brothers and sisters, our crosses are too much to bear and they can cripple us. Should we not ask God in prayer, and rely on the help of God and others 
to send Simon of Cyrene to help us to carry our crosses and not be so proud. How many of us think we can overcome our sexual addictions right now and we realize that we actually can't break that chain alone? How many of us are drinking too much and coping with other problems in our lives but our family and friends who are asking us to go for AA or some kind of therapy has gone on deaf ears. Perhaps it's time for us to put the drink aside and realize we need help. How many of us fail to exercise or visit our physician on a regular basis, and yet our family sees our physical, mental, emotional health slipping, and yet we're reluctant to realize we need help? to open up to that counselor or therapist, our parish priest, our chaplain, another loved one, and to realize it's time to change, that we need help to be able to bear that cross. Friends, these are just some examples that each of us may be reluctant to accept or ask for help. And yet this station teaches us of the need to do just that, to reach out our hand at times and at other times to accept another's hand to walk with us every step of the way. Jesus' encounter with Simon of Cyrene helps us to know that God is always there, that really it was Jesus helping Simon to carry Simon's cross. And yet Jesus humbled himself to allow Simon to encounter him in a profound way right there. In so many ways, when we minister to somebody else, we come to realize that we're the one who's being truly ministered to. At the food bank, in the school, in the parish pew. How many times do we encounter God in the actions of helping and walking with someone to carry their cross or when others accompany us? We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below, via Buzzsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.